Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero, the Dew Sweeper. You're listening to the Tour Coach Podcast, giving you insights into golf instruction at the highest level from on the PGA Tour to our learning center at Frederica Golf Club. All right, sitting in here. Finally, this is maybe the longest it's ever taken me to coordinate bringing somebody on here on the Tour Coach, somebody I've been wanting to do this for a long time, Baden Schaff, who's the co-founder of Skillist, the Skillist app. If you're listening to this anywhere around the world, actually, you'll know what Skillist is. It's uh, one of the leaders in online coaching, online platform. I'm excited to be part of that. Uh, and then I'll talk a little bit about the fact that I was real unsure about doing it, didn't think it'd be my thing. But Baden, thanks for sitting in with me. Uh, I know you're halfway around the world. Our time zones are completely different. For me, it's 7 o'clock Eastern, and I'm driving through the Florida Keys for a little bit of a couple-day vacation before we kick off the new year and and another grind of coaching through the tour season. But uh, appreciate you sitting in with me. Doug, Tony, it's uh, it's an absolute pleasure. And, yeah, we have struggled to get the time zones right because I am on the other side of the earth. So I'm in the future. It's now Wednesday morning here. So uh, I, I, I truly feel privileged. I know you have names such as, Como and Foley, uh, Summer Hayes. So, uh, yeah, I feel sort of very humbled and honored to be on the show. It's great. Well, I mean, Como, now come on now. I had to bribe him, you know, I had to bribe <laughs> him and beat him in a chipping contest to do it. But, uh, wow. yeah, we've, you know, we've really, one of the things I've really tried to do is to, is to showcase or just kind of sit and have fireside chats with people I've met along the way. Fortunate to do what I do. I mean, heck, I'm the luckiest guy in the world with players that I'd get to spend time with and teach, and then the great coaches, and you've mentioned some of them that I get to talk to and learn from, and and you've been one of them. I met you through Luke Cardenine at golf at the PGA show last year, so it's been about a year, really, and, you know, the longest year. Tell me about it. Um, (laughs) What a strange year it's been. And and I'll be honest, so when we we started talking about online, you know, for me, this is – this episode of the tour coach is more about some of the twists and the turns and the future of coaching, right? Because I think, you know, and and I want to hear your thoughts on what the COVID stuff has done with online coaching and teaching golf. Cause I know in different parts of the world, it's different, but 20 some years ago when I started doing this, I mean, I would have never thought, I mean, I can remember like, you know, when you got a laptop and a big video camera, and then there were those things you could draw on the screen. They called them a pen. Yeah. That was like most technology anybody had, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. now you're able to. I mean, I gave a lesson to somebody in Spain a few weeks ago. Yeah. So it's so foreign to me. As I'm about to turn fifty. First of all, how did you get into this? How did you have the, I don't know, the wisdom, the the forethought to see this is where instruction's going, and where do you think instruction's going from here for the masses? Yeah, well, I suppose it's funny you say 20 years ago, Tony, because it, it started 20 years ago for me as well. So I'm, um, you know, I've just turned 40 recently and I've, I've been, you know, I'm a career coach. I'm absolutely obsessed with teaching in the same way that you are. And it was 20 years ago that I started working with my mentor who, you know, I still uh, believe to be one of the best uh, coaches that's ever lived. But him being here on the other side of the earth in Australia probably doesn't get the coverage. But his name is Gary Edwin and Gary taught you know, uh, Rod Pampling, Peter Lonard, uh, Paul Gow, Michael Campbell for a while there, a whole bunch of guys on the U.S. tour. And just from his small stable of players, you know, he's he's amassed like $80 million globally. 
<laughs> on tours all all around the world. And this is you know this is a guy up in Queensland, Australia, and I sort of um, I flew across the country to start working with him because I just thought he was a genius at what he did. And 20 years ago, Tony, he was doing sort of six, seven, eight, ten online lessons every single day back then. And really? It was because obvious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because he was, um, you know, he was in Queensland. He was on the other side of the earth, and he had guys in Holland and you know uh, the guys in the US sending emails through with their swing. And then he would obviously get that email. He'd take the footage out of it. He, at that stage, V1 Home was obviously sort of the go-to in terms of, right. um, you know, video analysis. He'd get that. He'd analyze it. He'd then sort of turn the camera on himself, video himself, and then he'd sort of upload it again if he could fit it back into his email. And it was just a super laborious process that was a bit of a train wreck, and he didn't particularly enjoy doing them, not because he didn't find them effective. He thought they were incredibly effective, but they were just sort of really hard to do. But I was, you know, watching this as a 21-year-old kid thinking, wow, this is super powerful. Like, this, this guy is teaching people across the world and it just made me really hyper-aware, especially because Gary teaches so differently to everyone. So um, if anyone's out there and wants to do any research, you'll be able to jump online and see, you know, he, especially these days, like obviously we talk about massive moves, lots of turn and, and huge amounts of power. He was sort of quite a minimalistic coach. And so I just became hyper-aware from that age that not only can online be super powerful, but that everyone teaches differently. And even people within the same stable. So if you are from, you know, Gary stable or you're from, say you're from a stack and tilt stable or whatever it might be, like even coaches within those stables communicate differently. They articulate things differently. And I just became super aware that there's got to be a mentor out there for every single student around the world that can give them the right message, train them the right way. And I truly believe that it, you know, it's... um Obviously, look, we think that online can be an even better way to learn because of the availability, but it's, it's got to be about the quality of the information. And, look, I know that all my fellow PGA teaching pros are trying as hard as they can, but we're not all created equal, and some are much better than others and some care more than others. And I just, um, yeah, so basically it was during that time that it, it sort of started. But it was after that I sort of then, I sort of flew around the world and I, I taught in a whole bunch of different places. I taught in London, I taught in Southeast Asia, I taught a bit in the States, and um, it was sort of during that time that I sort of became, you know, this was always in the back of my mind, the online thing, but it, I just also became hyper-aware of how broken sort of the learning model is, like not only from how you discover a coach, because traditionally, obviously, you've got to jump in a car and you're limited to the people that are, you know, the coaches that are within sort of 10 miles of you, and you drive from place to place, hopefully finding someone that can help you. But then also the feedback loop, so broken. So, you know, I'd spend years, I'd be teaching in Singapore, I'd be teaching in London. Someone would go for a come for an in-person golf lesson with me. They'd disappear for four weeks. They'd come back and it's like, okay, let's do the same lesson we did four weeks ago because the, the feedback loop is just too slow. Correct. And so, so that was, um, so it, all this sort of was formulating in my head over the past, you know, sort of 20 years. And then five years ago, I really said, okay, I'm going to do something about this. And I always want to create something on a bit of a global scale. And, and you know, me, I think the fact that I am in Australia at the moment, being on the other side of the world, that problem seemed to be one that was really, really important to solve, to give, you know, students access to the best coaches from all around the planet. So, yeah, we started five years ago. And, you know, it's been a really, really hard slog because I think um, 
it was so funny just listening to you at the start there, Tony. Like, as soon as you say online coaching, and I remember your reaction when we were sitting down in the ballroom <laughs> at, um, you know, at uh, the Hyatt in uh, Orlando at the start of the year, it's like most people's reaction is, well, it's just like a bad version of the in-person thing, or it's like a poor man's version of the in-person thing. So we've sort of, you know, spent the last five years changing people's perception of that, which is, you know, we think it can be better because you can learn from the coach that you want to learn from. You can have a much faster feedback loop. Like, you can learn, you can take small bits of information and interact with your coach every couple of days rather than every four weeks. And so, yeah, the last four, four five years, we've just been trying to change people's perception, getting the brand out there, and then onboarding amazing coaches like you, effectively. So, so yeah, so that's, that's been sort of the last 20 years and the evolution. Well, it's interesting. So... You know, obviously, when we sat in that ballroom, we didn't have any idea what was ahead of us. And, uh, yeah, you know, as far as the world. And, and uh, you know, so as I got into it, I, I think I've gotten better as I've gotten into it. And I've and I realized that the, the important thing is the way you communicate and being yourself and communicating just like you would if the player was in front of you. And, yep. you know, and, and I, I think I, you know, I kind of, prided myself. I, I mean, I would say I'm a bit of a minimalist when I, when I teach, you know, and, and I keep it very simple. Yep. And, and I've tried to convey that same thing with the students. And But it's interesting yep. with the COVID and all this shit that, you know, having people like, I've had several people from the UK, hey, I mean, they're getting yep. ready to be able, they're getting ready to be able to get out and, or they're hitting balls into a net. And it's amazing how many folks I've had that were hitting balls into a net and, you know, one guy got one for his father down in Miami, and it was just to cheer his dad up because his dad was depressed, couldn't go out and play golf. I mean, so the reach is, well, I was reluctant, and because, and you know, I was fairly busy. I mean, I have a pretty busy book and yeah. a lot of stuff going on, but, like, to me, it was more about the people and the ability to meet and reach and talk to, and, and at the same time, I found, for me, it made me have to think more as a teacher and learn yep. and figure out ways to communicate when you couldn't just grab the guy and shove his damn hips where you wanted him, you know, yep. you know, or you had to think of something that they could film you. I mean, Jackson cringes every time. Hey, I need you to go ahead and film me doing something, you know, but it's, you know, so I think that from a teaching perspective, I think it's a phenomenal opportunity as a teacher to get involved with this, whether you do it a lot or you do it a little, because I think it makes you have to think. And I think as a teacher, anytime we have to think and we have to push ourselves to find new ways to communicate, in the end, we've got to be better at what we do. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So, I mean, a couple of things that you said there, which is like, it's just so true. Like the initial one of, because what you can't underestimate, Tony, is like how much someone living in Spain or in the UK might want to learn from you. Like, it's probably because, you know, you stand in the same place, you've got a great reputation, people sort of walk through your door all day, you've got quite a busy, you know, you've, I mean, incredibly busy book, you've got people working for you in multiple locations. It probably, you know, you probably aren't aware of how much people would, from around the world would love the opportunity to come and, and learn from you. And, and for them, you know, the large majority of them, it's impossible to do so. So sure. to, be, to, to be able to, you know, expand your reach and be able to teach people from the round the world is super exciting. Like for me, that, you know, that still gets, you know, the hair standing up on the back of my neck that you can literally have access to elite coaching all the time. And then what you just said then is just so true around the, is actually pushing 
coaches to get better because, like, we've got some great coaches. Like uh, a guy like Jake Hart. I don't know if you know Jake, but Jake, you know, one of these young superstars on Instagram who makes amazing content over in at Stanford. You know, you know Jake. Uh, I'm familiar with him. I don't know him personally. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jake, it was it was really interesting. He was like he's super popular, and you know, he's got you know sort of forty thousand followers on Instagram. So a lot of people wanted to learn from him. But Jake, it was the first one to admit, he was like, I didn't know how to do it. Like, I literally didn't know how to do it for the first sort of three months. And, you know, he's still evolving his skill because, so what you don't realize as a, you know, a coach, you do fill a lot of your golf lessons with conversation. You fill a lot of your golf mm-hmm. lessons with pushing people. And, and you often don't even have to say anything to get people to do things the right way. So to learn as a coach a new skill where you have to be so succinct and so articulate to nail exactly what the, student does like I hear it constantly from all the coaches on the platform that it's actually made them a lot better coaches and the other thing that is really surprising which it's done is it actually allows coaches to be a lot more thoughtful around the way they coach so you know I mean you'd be the perfect example of this when you have got you know nine guys lined up for the day you've got nine one-hour lessons in a row or something like that when someone comes in to see you and it's the very first time they've seen you and they're standing there, they're shanking it, they're pull hooking it, whatever it might be. You've literally got like 15 seconds to like make a decision on what you're going to do effectively. You've got this finite amount of time. You look at this goal swing, you're like, wow, this guy's like shanking it. I don't know, what am I going to do here? So you literally have got this, you know, split section second to make a really good decision on how the rest of the lesson is going to unfold. Whereas with online, like I'll speak to all my coaches all the time, what they'll do is they'll, when they get a notification they've got a new lesson, they'll always open it up to look at, and they might look at it three times before they even put their first, you know, line on the golf swing or their first piece of content that they video of themselves to put back into the app because you don't have that pressure and you can just think to yourself as a coach, what is really important here for this person to know? Like, what do I need to give this person which is going to really help them immediately, not overcomplicate things. And so I remember one of our coaches said they've never given a bad online lesson because they just can be so much more considered in the information that they give. And, you know, one thing I've sort of said as well is that it really distills the information as well. Like, you know, there's no doubt that sometimes in our golf lessons we could sort of get caught, you know, talking about football or the weather or you know, our you know, our dating lives or whatever it might be. And the great thing about this is that there's not a lot of that fluff. There's the student sends the swings through or sends their problem through whatever they're working on and then the coach just gives really pure distilled information that the the student can then go away and work on. And the great thing is also because because generally like on our platform it's like sixty forty in terms of students who have full-time subscriptions with their coach or just have, you know, sort of one-off lessons. If you've got a subscription, you can send your swing through once or twice or three times a week or whatever it might be, and the coach doesn't have to give you too much information either. You just need to know you're working on things the right way. So it becomes really distilled, really concise, and really consumable for the for the student as well, which is, I think, is you know, this is getting back to what I said. One of the big problems we wanted to solve is that, I just don't know if the traditional one-hour lesson every four weeks has ever really worked. I would agree, and I, and I think that I tell my players or people that come to see me at Frederica, like, you don't need to see me every week. You don't need to see me every two weeks. All I'm doing is watching you practice, 
right? Yeah. And and yeah. Uh, and I said it is not cost effective for you, and it's not the right way to learn. But if you know, I should see you maybe in two months. But in between, then why don't you upload a couple videos and I can check it, right? And I can and yeah. you can and and I can make sure what you're doing is right. And I and what I've tried to tell people is I, I spoke. I, I was talking to a college player that came to see me for the first time the other day. Super young kid from North Carolina Greensboro and. So I think, you know, in this day and age, when I went to college, and my instructor was Mark Wood, and who's a great instructor and, you know, one of the greats of all time, and that's why I wanted to become a coach. And But when I right. left his team and I went to St. Mary's University in San Antonio, I mean, I was on my own. Hell, I didn't have a way to send a video, right? Mm. Like, I mean, I wasn't – I had no help. Now, there's no excuse anymore, right, for not getting no. better. That's, that's what I tell players. There's no excuse – for not getting better because, and I don't think there's any excuse as a coach for not making somebody better. And there's no excuse as a student because with technology, we've got the ability to get feedback and help keep somebody on the right track. So if we're, I mean, if they're not getting better, we're not doing our job. They're not doing their job. Somebody's not working. And, and what you hear, you know, what Skillist does is enables us to do it in a, in a much easier way, more globally than just, you know, somebody sending it to me from North Carolina. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's um, it's a really interesting one. I think that um, I think the whole industry is relatively slow to move in you know a number of different ways. But you know, you were talking about what we what do we think that the future is going to be? But I just think that I don't know how we do it, but we've all got to come together, or it's going to be like one academy at a time, or or the PGAs are going to start insisting on this. But for me, I just see that in three, four hopefully this year, but in the, over the next few years, I feel like if you aren't offering some sort of online support with your in-person coaching, I think you'll probably be seeing as pretty negligent, you know, to be perfectly honest. I think that, you know, we need to try and build a, an environment or a learning environment for our students where once they come in, and the other thing, look, I don't even know if one hour golf lessons, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that you know, our diary is set out the way it is, Tony, isn't it? It's like block, block, block. You know, sometimes you'll fix mm-hmm. someone in 15 minutes and they, that's all they need and they should work and walk away. And then other times it can take you, you could stand there for six hours with someone and work away at something. So I don't 100% know what the solution is, but we need to create an environment for students where it's so much more versatile in terms of the time they spend in person with you. But then there's absolutely no doubt that the online support component is just, absolutely imperative and I just think that there's um you know there's probably a reason that students haven't got as you know as good as we think they probably should you know I think we've obviously lived in a culture of quick kits and you know YouTube's great but obviously you know it's sort of uh it's all about that you know quick tip generally we're scrolling through to try and find that one thing that might help us whereas I agree with you 100 percent I don't and I and I fought it like hell but I agree with you the more I do it I think I was already doing a lot of the stuff that I do with Skillless. Now, I just wasn't organized and doing it. I was watching somebody text me a video for two seconds and sending them a note, right? I mean, which is – and I think that – so my misconception of the whole thing was that, like, if I want to be simple and give somebody two points, like I had one person where I said, like, man, you just – you need to fix your posture. Showed them how to fix their setup. Like it doesn't need to be any more than that, right? Like it does, yeah. and and so I, I I agree with it. And then as you had said about YouTube, I think the difference is, you know, I'm a big believer in the in the relationship and the connection between 
people. And, and I think yeah. that's a powerful way to make people better. And yet, and so I think that while you can look through content on YouTube and on social media, Skillist and online coaching allows you to make a connection and work with somebody across the world. And that's a powerful thing to me. And I think both people, student and teacher, can grow from doing that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's what we are obsessed with, like, you know, all the subscriptions and seven-day passes and um, and the structure we put within the platform is, is doing that. It's all about that relationship between coach and student. And, you know, like, I know that for a fact that previously, if I was coaching in person and that's all I was doing, you know that the student would love to reach out to you more, like in between sessions. You know that they would love to send you a text message, say, with, you know, love to send you an email, say, hey, I played really well, or this is what I'm thinking. And because of the, the, the old structure of learning and the way we charge it, right, so the way we actually charge students is, okay, you only get this hour, it's going to cost you 350 US dollars and don't really interact with me that much in between time. Students didn't feel like, they had that connection. I think largely they didn't feel like they could reach out. And obviously what we do is like once you subscribe to you, Tony, you become like that that person or that, that golfer's digital mm-hmm. consultant effectively on all things golf. And that's the thing. It's not just about, you know, this isn't just about swing fixes. We want, you know, we want you to be their mentor, their long-term mentor so that you can do, you know, stats evaluations. We've now got, you know, we've got a Zoom integration in the app now so you can do live sessions with them where they're hitting balls in person or they might want to have a conversation with you just about anything that they need solved in their golf game. We recently had another one of our great coaches who's um, not uh, who's in Orlando. You're probably driving past him. I don't know where you're coming from at the moment, but one of our coaches, John Montgomery, he was saying that a student called him the other day from a equipment store and said, hey, this guy's trying to sell me like, three-degree upright clubs, and it's a stiff sharp. It's like, is that what I need sort of thing? So the, the coaches are very much becoming these, like, you know, best friends and digital consultants for the student, which is absolutely how it's got to be. And it gets we get away from as much as possible from that transactional thing of rock up, spend an hour, okay, I'll see you in a couple of weeks sort of thing. Agree. And I, and I think that I think that makes us all better coaches too. I mean, I, I think one of the reasons that I've, had success as a teacher and as a coach mm-hmm. is partly because I've been very accessible to my students all the time, right? Yeah. And they've not felt like that whether they were paying back when they were paying 50 bucks or whether they're paying 100, 200, 300 or whatever, they felt like they had access to me. And and I think that that's, you know, I and, and I agree with you. I think that to really help somebody learn and to help somebody get better, I mean, you can't do it all in an hour. Right. And and I've heard criticisms no. of coaches that of people that go and they spend a bunch of money, nice places, and they said that they felt like they paid four hundred dollars and that like fifty five minutes into the lesson you could tell they were pushing you out to bring the next person. Right? Yeah. And I think that's one of the beauties of and going back to what you talked about where, you know, you can look at a swing a few times. I had one where you'll like this. I typed what I thought, and then I came back like an hour later, and I go, that's the dumbest thing I ever said. Like, no, don't do that. Let's yeah. do this, you know, because you're sitting there. I mean, I'm sitting there having a couple glasses of wine looking at that video. I'm on the road, and I'm like, what the hell was I saying? Hey, no, let's try this first, you know, and uh, yeah. so it's so the whole dynamic of it's very interesting. Yeah, absolutely, and that's why, and, you know, people sort of laugh at us when we say this, but we, you know, we think it's a better way to learn. Like, it really is a better way to learn. You get to learn from the person that's right for you. 
the information you get is really concise and considered. And it's, uh, yeah, and as I said, look, I think that long term, it'll be really, really interesting to see what happens because, like, one of, um, you know, one of the things that we preach to all of our coaches, so we do lots of webinars and things like that. We've got hundreds and hundreds of, you know, weekly active coaches teaching online around the world is that, you know, you need to improve your skills all the time. You need to improve your communication. You need to improve your social media. You need to be able to articulate exactly what you need because, look, I, I truly believe, like, in 5, 10, 15, 20 years' time, whatever it might be, we might, we might have VR headsets. We might have augmented reality, right, where I can literally get in a room with you, Tony. Even I'm, well, right now I'm standing here in Melbourne, Australia. You know, you're driving through Florida. I could potentially put a headset on and meet you right now. If that's right. okay, you better be really good at what you do. Like, you better be a really good communicator because if I can see any coach in the world, why would I go and see some, some guy down the road that doesn't care that much about what they do sort of thing? So we think, you know, there's a big sort of revolution happening at the moment. You can already start to see it, like, on, you know, social media, Tony. I know you're awesome at social, but you look at a lot of these young guys like that use our platform, like John Montgomery, like Jake, like Keith Bennett, like Jay Kelly, like, you know, Pete Lockett, like all of these guys, they've all got thousands of followers and people are getting drawn and drawn more towards these coaches because they've got such a great, clear and concise message and they can articulate it perfectly. And these guys and girls are going to be, you know, these they'll be the leaders, they'll be the, the follies, they'll be the, you know, the, um, the summer hazes and comos in the next sort of five, ten years or whatever because... They, they are so good at explaining their message these days, and anyone in the world can have access to that. And so they'll they'll then go and learn from them using all the new technology. And I think you're seeing people that we never thought would it. And, and this isn't necessarily online coaching, but I know taught at school, and he's coming back to Frederica with Bill Harmon. And Bill, I mean, Bill's as old school as they get, right? But if you look on social media, he's very active, sharing information yep. and giving information, right? His brother, Butch, is very active on Instagram. Like, you know, I I think that more old school people, if, it's, if that's the right term, are becoming yeah. more active because they have the ability to share. And I think as coaches, I think our innate thing is we want to share with people and, and we want to yeah. help people. And so I think that we're finding that the medium to do that is is with online coaching and the ability to do all that stuff. And I mean, I, I've, I've enjoyed it. I've, I've I didn't do a ton of it at first, and I've really tried yeah. to, you know, and, I, and I've tried to, you know, one of the things I've tried to do is integrate some of the things from the people I work with on tour and the help that I have, the Colby Tuyas and the Morgan Hales and the Greg Cartons and stuff like that. I've tried to, if a player needs, if you're watching them swing and it's obvious that there's something wrong with their hips, I've given them some exercises from one of those people of how to do it. <laughs> You know, right. uh, it's a, you know, whereas like if you're working with the guy, you know, I mean, sometimes it's, you know, they're not always comfortable doing some of those exercises in front of people. Right. So yeah. it allows you to, you know, it allows you to share my, all of the library of all the videos I've got on my phone. I can share with anybody anywhere. And so I think yeah. that's a, you know, and, and I've shared a video of one time something I was doing with Lucas and then the guy email, you know, sends a request and I'm like, Hey, I was just working on this with Lucas. This might help you. So I think it's mm. fascinating the access that you have to people. That for me, Tony, is the thing that gets me super excited is that like previously elite coaches like yourself and tour coaches lived 
pretty much like in these walled gardens. And you really, besides your occasional Golf Digest article or, you know, Golf.com article or whatever it might be, you really had no idea what they were doing, like, with these students, uh, with these elite players. And, you know, at the very least, you didn't know what they were doing. You had absolutely no access to them as well. Great. I think the thing that's super exciting about all of this stuff is that, whether it be social media, is that we can now... Look at, you know, those, I've seen these awesome drills that you do with your students with the, you know, the rubber bands and moving their hips in the right direction. And then, you know, a guy like Butch, you know, standing up in front of the camera and explaining his thought processes. I just think that previously it was just like this world where, you know, especially for me being on the other side of the earth, you would dream about having more access to it and getting into and understanding the way the coaches taught and how the students responded to that. And now it's all there. Like, it's all there. We can, all the coaches can have their, you know, skills profile teach students around the world. And obviously they're, they're getting all their information out on social. I think I'm super excited. And you know the other thing I think, Tony, is that there's absolutely no doubt coaches are so much better than they've ever been because of it. Because they are accessing... They're watching the way other students... Like, I learn all the time by jumping on social and watching the way, you know, say, a guy like, you know, George Gankus teaches or the guy mm-hmm. at um, Athletic Motion Golf or whatever it might be. Like, there's... You know, it's just such an exciting time and coaches are getting better and better and better. And hopefully with new technology, students can then, you know, sort of reap the benefits of all of that. We're talking about technology. I always go back to my mentor, Hank Johnson, great instructor, I was fortunate to work for him for a number of years, and I remember he said one time about technology that the interesting thing about technology is you can't hide whether you're any good or not, right, in front of the student. You used to be able to to lean on a seven iron, and and it would frustrate me. The place I used to work, (laughs) the club pro would just sit there, and he'd watch people hit it, and they couldn't tell how far they hit it. They couldn't tell if anything was better. And he just, man, man, you're getting better, buddy. You're getting better. You go out there, and you're going to make some money in the game today, right? And then go charge your account, right? But that's not really making it because – but if you're not any good and you teach somebody on technology, they're going to see it pretty quick like, well, hell. I mean, my speed's the same. My path's the same. My face is still open or whatever it is. You know, and I think that I yeah. think that's where technology is making us better teachers because you have to be better to make a living. Because I'm telling you, the people that have come to me on Skillist are way more knowledgeable and educated about what they need yeah. to do than people ever used to be. Right? So you can't bullshit them. Anymore. Yeah, you got to be able to that's prove it. what you're telling them. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Skillist by its very nature sort of attracts slightly better golfers. So they're, you know, like I think our average handicap is like 10.5 or something, which is, For you sure. know, pretty amazing across 100,000 students or whatever. So it's because they they know they've done their research. They know that they want to learn from Tony. They, you know, they know so much more about the game traditionally than, you know, the students from a bygone era, and what you were just saying about technology, like bringing people or bringing coaches forward, like one of, you know, this probably sounds quite a harsh thing to say, but there's absolutely no doubt that one of my main goals as a coach, because I am, like you, Tony, I am so obsessed with what I do. I just love making people better. I try and get better all the time. I put so much energy into it, but I know that there's a lot of coaches out there who still lean on seven irons, and if we can eradicate that person out of you know, the industry, then what we'll do slowly over time is almost ensure that every single student that goes for a golf lesson will get an amazing experience because 
You can't bluff it anymore. You know, we, you cannot you cannot stand there, wait for them to hit a good ball flight and say that was a good swing. You know what I mean? If there's one thing that infuriates me in our world today is people in places that pass substandard instruction off where in, when today when you have the ability to really help people and they pass it off yeah. as the same as good, right? Like, yeah. oh, this program here, I mean, you know, like – you know, there, there's a reason people are successful over here. There's a reason why students come out of there and are really good. Like, yep. people that just pass off. So, I mean, that, that infuriates me because the people like yourself and the people that are passionate about it and really care and want to keep learning, I mean, put a lot of effort into it. You know, it gets me yep. fired up. I, you know, I'm pretty laid back most of the time, but nothing pisses <laughs> me off like substandard instruction or people that don't yep. give a shit. And, you know, and that's, it's so true because there's definitely, like you would have met so many people that said, you know, I went for a golf lesson and it was a really bad experience. And, you know, a lot of this, you know, this, this substandard coaching can give the rest of us a bad name. So I think if we can show the value of a really elite coach and one of our investors who has recently sort of got involved in the, in the platform, he got his first lesson not too long ago and he was blown away. He'd had a couple of lessons before. But he said that it was unequivocally the best learning experience he'd ever had because he was finally getting great information from a great coach. And he would walk around with his phone and show people the analysis and the breakdown and the explanation. And other, other, other people are watching this going, I had no idea that is how good it can be. You know, so that, yeah. is, um, that is definitely one of our goals is to just show the average student how good elite tuition can be. Right, and, and I think the other part is, you know, if your options for coaching used to be just to the couple people that were good coaches or teachers in your area. And Literally, whereas, yeah. you know, I'm very, I'm very simple. I'm not super complicated. I do use technology. But, you know, if you're an engineer and, you, you know, and I'm your only option, like, you know, I may not be the best coach for you, right? But, you, uh-huh. but like, with Skillist and with online platforms now, now you got the option to go find somebody, right? And you're not just stuck with who's mm-hmm. the guy closest to you. You know, I think that's what I think 100%. is cool is you can really match. There's, you know, I mean, you can swipe right now, pick a chick up. You should be able to swipe and find a good golf coach, and you can yeah. now, you know. That's exactly right. And, like, one of the things, like, in a traditional environment, when you go to, say, where I live, I've probably, within, you know, say, 10 miles, I've got, like, three really good academies, okay? So say I drive okay. to each academy or say I drive to one academy, if I really don't like that coach, you know, like I might like them, but I mightn't like the experience. I don't really understand what they want me to do. What that can also do is eliminate the rest of the coaches because you're too embarrassed to go back and get a golf lesson from another coach at the same academy. Like this mm-hmm. is this is sort of, you know, the emotional thing that's been created over time. So you end up going to an academy, not having a great experience, but that almost rules out half the other coaches because you're too embarrassed to go back. Like I have students say all the time, like, I didn't want to upset that coach and I didn't want to offend that coach. Whereas on Skillist, you know, you can, it's not about that at all. It's literally, you could get, you know, your swing and send it to five different coaches in one night and then pick, pick who you think is, is perfect for you. Look, we're, and one of our goals really is to do an amazing job where, you know, we're, um, we're about to bring on a brand new CEO who's just absolutely incredible based in um, Silicon Valley. And one of our really big goals is to create like an amazing matching product where when you mm-hmm. come on, we find out exactly what you're all about. We want to know how you learn, how you think you get better, the type of information you want, and then we're going to 
try and match you so that you don't need to do too much searching because, you know, as I said, we've got thousands of profiles on the, on the platform and hundreds, of, hundreds and hundreds of weekly active coaches. And, yeah, we just, we, we're going to try and do everything we can to make that a beautiful, seamless experience. So we're going to end this with two questions. So first, yeah. first one, 10 years from now, how much different do you think online coaching is going to be? It really does depend on the sort of the technology I talked about previously, which, you know, we've been waiting forever, which is sort of the augmented reality or the, or the VR, whatever it might be. But I think people's attitudes will have completely changed. So I think this year, you know, the skillless platform has quadrupled in size, size this year because of COVID. So everyone's at home learning from their backyard. People are starting to figure out, wow, this is a better way to learn. And we've seen it with Peloton. Like, look at what's happening with Peloton. The, people's, I think the biggest shift will be the shift in people's attitude to what is a better way to learn, where they can learn from, because, you know, we've just talked about how people are literally setting nets up in their backyard now. They don't even need to go to an academy sort of thing. But I think it'll, it'll be vastly different. There'll be every single coach will have a, an online component to their teaching, whether they're teaching their students in person more often online or whether they're interacting with students all around the world. But, yeah, look, I hope that technology can keep pushing forward and we can literally create an environment where you've got a headset on and I can literally almost be in the same room with you. So it's not going the other way, Tony. I know that. It's not going to go back to more and more in person. It's going to go more and more towards students learning from home in a safe environment and in their own time from a coach that they really want to learn from. And lastly, upcoming quicker in the next quarter. I mean, what's new with Skillist? What type of things should people be looking out for? Or what can people, you know, join and sign up and do and, and get, you know, going to really help their game right now? Yeah, well, I suppose there's, there's a couple of things that are coming up that I can't actually talk about just yet because we're still <laughs> sort of finalizing. We're still finalizing a couple of things which will be, absolutely incredible in terms of like the growth of the platform and great partnerships and, and stuff like that. But what you can expect or what you can, you can definitely expect more great coaches on the platform. But I think already the thing that you can go on there that you will, the thing that someone told me recently that we don't do enough, a good enough job of is explaining how many superstar coaches are on the platform already, you know, that you can learn from, yeah. whether it be, you know, Drew Steckel, who, you know, coaches Pat Perez, co cracker recently won, Kevin Nah, to Brad mm-hmm. Hughes, who teaches, you know, uh, Brad Snedeker. Um, uh, God, he's, he's literally got a whole bunch over there over in yeah, Jacksonville. Todd, um, great job with Brendan Todd. Yeah. Coaches, coaches Brendan Todd. There's just so many elite coaches on the platform. So you've got these established US tour coaches like yourself, and then we've also got these young superstars that you'll see all over social media. So I think the thing that would surprise people most is that if they just jump on there and have a look at the elite coaches and then stay tuned over the coming month or two because we've got some, yeah, good, exciting news coming as well, Tony. Maiden, awesome stuff. One, I appreciate the opportunity to do stuff with you and to be part of Skillist. And and my New Year's resolution and my promise is that I have – kind of figured out what I like doing on it, and I'm going to be much more involved and active on it right. and looking forward to being part of that with you. And then secondly, I appreciate you taking the time and with us figuring out this these crazy difference in hours and sitting in with me on this on this evening, and uh, I think folks are going to get a lot out of it. Thanks a lot, Tony. Yeah, and thanks for everything you do for the game. I, I love your podcast, and, um, yeah, I mean, not only is it great to have you involved in the platform, but, yeah, just thank you for 
for continuing to get our great game out there to as many people as possible. Well, I appreciate it, and I look forward to doing more with you soon. Uh, Happy New Year, and we'll talk down the road. All right, thanks, Tony. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Tour Coach with Tony Ruggiero. If you enjoyed this, make sure to hit subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are listening to this podcast. You can stay up to date because we have weekly episodes coming your way with fascinating people in the world of golf instruction at the highest level. Make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. If you want to learn more about Tony, head over to dosweepersgolf.com to get all the details on what he's up to. Maybe you want to see him, grab a lesson, or go to one of his camps, pick up his book, Lessons from the Legends. You can do that there. If you want to see Tony in action with some videos and other content, head over to golfsciencelab.com slash Tony to get more info there. This episode was powered by the Golf Science Lab and was edited, mixed, and produced by Just Hit Published Productions. As we go into year two of the tour coach, it wouldn't be possible without the support of all our sponsors. And I've had some great ones. And one of the things that I'm most proud of in my career and in my business is the fact that all of my relationships here and all these sponsorships have been long time, long withstanding relationships, haven't jumped from sponsor to sponsor and manufacturer to manufacturer. And I've always prided ourselves in special relationships and when people work together, support each other, and we've all put out great products for the benefits of everybody else. So I want to give a special thanks to these folks that have been with me for such a long time. And that would be the folks at Shrixon, Cleveland Golf, and Zexio. Couldn't ask for a better manufacturer to be aligned with. And not only do they put out great product and great support, but they're first-class people and they believe in what we're doing here on the Tour Coach and with the Dew Sweepers and also Vineyard Vines. Ian, Shep, TJ, and all the folks at Vineyard Vines It's hard to keep me looking good, but they do a fantastic job. And they're like family. They support everything on the Dew Sweepers. And we're so proud to be affiliated with and support the folks at Vineyard Vines. So if you're out there, you're listening to the Tour Coach, please support our sponsors, Shrixon Cleveland Golf Zexio, as well as Vineyard Vines. And keep listening and keep enjoying hanging out with us here on the Tour Coach.